Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Off the Record, the podcast. It has been a while, guys, and I am so sorry for that. It's been such a transition getting back from Christmas break and just starting off the new year. I'm sure you guys understand. There's been a lot of tests, getting used to a new schedule, some family stuff, just with my dad having a pretty big surgery and being worried about him, concerned about him. There's just been a lot going on, and I'm excited to get back into recording. So I turned 19 in the time that I was gone, I guess, if you want to call it that. And today's episode is going to be on the 19 biggest things I've learned throughout life so far, or at least the ones that come to mind. Obviously, there's a lot more lessons than just 19, but these are just themes, I guess, that I've seen throughout my life looking back and just looking at God's faithfulness and the things he's taught me and the things that the circumstances that I've had have taught me. So I'm really excited to get into the episode and to just share with you guys 19 of the biggest lessons I've learned throughout life this far. So coming in first, and these are in no specific order, I just kind of wrote down some things. You're going to become the most like the people you spend the most time around, so choose people wisely. As the Bible says, guys, iron sharpens iron. This is a huge one for me. I think a lot of people think that they can just surround themselves with just anyone and that it's not going to have any effect on them. But psychologically speaking and just realistically speaking, when you're spending a lot of time around people, you're going to become more like them. Just like the more time you spend with God, you're going to look more like God. And what I mean by that is, you know, you want to be a living representation of who God is and the love he has for us, and even though we'll never do that perfectly, that's what we all strive to do as Christians and as believers. So the same thing goes for the people you surround yourself with on this earthly realm. It is so important to pick people who help you grow, who help you be the best version of yourself, who make you feel good about yourself, and who you just have so much fun with. Community, friendship, huge things in life, and it's one of the most important things in life is our relationships and Honestly, I think the quality of our life is equivalent to the quality of our relationships. So just make sure that you're surrounding yourself with people who are genuinely good for you and who genuinely uplift you, make you better, and are really going to sharpen you and, yeah, just allow you to be the best version of yourself. So the second thing I wrote down was growth can feel a lot like loss. This one is a tough one, uh, Looking back on the heartbreak that I've experienced in my life or the times where I feel like I've lost something, I can now say closed doors are a gift and not everything you lose is a loss, even though it may feel like it at the time. But I think when you're in that hurt, something that's really important to remember is that growth can feel a lot like loss. And growth is a good thing. Growth means getting better you're improving you're changing but that doesn't always mean it's gonna feel good so I think just recognizing that sometimes growth does feel like loss but then realizing okay my feelings in this moment are valid it's okay to hurt it's okay to feel like it's lost but also understanding just because your feelings are valid doesn't mean they're always correct like you are genuinely growing and you're moving forward and I think on that note too it's just it's really natural to outgrow people so just understanding that it's part of life and you can either choose to see that as a growth mindset, you know, see it as a growth opportunity, or you can look at it like loss and feel sorry for yourself. The third thing is the people you love never truly leave you and that's okay. 
this one's a hard one. Whether you lose someone to death, you lose someone from just outgrowing them, you lose someone because you got cheated on, or whatever the case may be. It's okay to always love the people that you've loved. In all, in all honesty, it's very natural to always love the people you loved. But I think with that, understanding that you can always have that love for them and have that love for who you knew them to be, but it's important to move forward. And you can carry that love with you and like look at it in a good way and new experiences in terms of, I got to love this person in the past, but it's the past. And there's new people out there to love. There's new things to love. Just understanding that even though it may never leave you, that doesn't mean you can't move forward. The fourth thing is you can't always change your circumstances, so change your mindset. This is one that it's taken me a while to learn, and I think the deeper I've grown in my relationship with God, the more that I've grown to understand this and the importance of this. But a lot of times the circumstances you're in are not going to be things you can change. Now, if it is something you can change, that's a whole different ballgame. But when it isn't something you can change, you can change your mindset. Doesn't mean it's going to be easy. Doesn't mean it's always the first thought that comes to your mind. But when you're in a hard circumstance, when you're in a hard situation, if you can change your mindset in those moments, it can completely change your outlook on life and help you get through those difficult circumstances. The fifth thing is dreams are in your heart for a reason, so go out and pursue them. This one is one I am so passionate about. I think that God places dreams in our heart for a reason. And a lot of times we're constantly like, okay, you know, I'll do it someday. Or my dream's silly. Or what are other people going to think of me? And that's when you need to throw all those thoughts out the window and understand God is putting those dreams and those desires on your heart for a reason right now. Those are on your heart for a reason. So go pursue them. Take small intentional steps towards your goals, towards your dreams, towards your passions. You might not make it overnight and that's okay but make sure you're at least attempting to achieve those in the long run because they're on your heart for a reason and don't let other people tell you those are silly or that you're never going to accomplish it because those dreams are on your heart for a reason and you're meant to pursue them the sixth thing i would say is they're not there's not always going to be a right time uh, sometimes you have to just take the leap and what i mean by this is obviously the timing of your life is intentional but sometimes you just got to take a chance and take the risk because like I said previously it's really easy to make excuses in, in terms of your dreams like when there's a the right time or just in terms of doing something like oh it's not the right time right now but sometimes you just got to take the leap because you can always come up with excuses you can always come up with reasons why oh it might not work right now but sometimes you just got to take the risk and that's how you reap the reward the seventh thing I would say is every situation can be good when you realize you either win or you learn. And this one I think is just about gratitude. I mean, it changes everything. Just being grateful for even the losses in your life, even the people that leave or the people that outgrow you or whatever the case is, the experiences that change. Be thankful for them rather than being bitter about them. What can you learn from them? Like, if it was a hard thing, what can you learn from it? And if it was a good thing, it's a win. And that's a huge thing in life is just understanding, even just when you're making decisions, whether I go right or I go left, God's going to bless me. Whether it's through learning or through winning, there's always something to be taken from that situation. The eighth thing I would say is it's not that serious. 
And what I mean by this is we're literally floating around on a rock in space, if you think about it. That thing that you did that's embarrassing, the mistake that you made, whatever's on your mind that you're just not able to let go of, understand it's not that serious. Like, sometimes you just got to look at it like that. Like, it's really not that serious. Sometimes you just got to laugh it off and keep moving forward because life's too short. So why hold on to things like that? In the essence of holding on to things, that comes into my number nine spot. Holding grudges only holds you back. Do not get me wrong, guys. I don't know how many times in my life I had a really hard time forgiving or something really hurt me and it was easy to hold a grudge. And in the past, I was a grudge holder. I will be the first to admit. But I will say it's something I've worked on and something I've grown in. And I can now say I'm not bad at holding grudges. But this one's huge because everyone in their life is going to be wronged or hurt. But the biggest thing is understanding when you hold grudges, you're only holding yourself back. Sometimes you're not always going to get an apology. Sometimes you're not always going to want to let go of the grudge. But holding a grudge and having that negative energy towards someone or towards something, it literally only harms you. It's harming you from moving forward. It's harming you from reaching your full potential. It's holding hatred in your heart. It's doing nothing good for you. So sometimes you just have to accept, even if you didn't get an apology, even if you didn't get that closure, let go of the grudge, forgive, move on. It sounds, it's like, I'm saying it like it's so easy and it's not, but it's so freeing to just forgive and let go even when you didn't receive that apology because it truly only holds you back when you're holding grudges. The 10th thing I said is, When you're saying yes to something, you're saying no to other things. This is something that I've really learned in my freshman year of college. You have to make sure to use your yes wisely. There's only so much time in a day. There's only so much of yourself that you can give. When you say yes to everything, you're not really giving yourself fully to everything. Does that make sense? You have to make sure to use your yes wisely. It's important to be able to say no. And you don't have to feel bad for saying no. Obviously, be open to experiences, be open to community, all these things, but you also have to know your priorities, know that your yes is important, and understand the value and the weight of it. The 11th thing I would say is, you only have so much time in this life. This last year, there's been a lot of things around me that just have really put this on my heart. You don't know if tomorrow you're going to get a cancer diagnosis. You don't know if tomorrow you're going to lose a parent. You don't know if tomorrow you are going to get in a freak accident and that's the end. I know that sounds really dark, but I mean this in a positive way. You only have so much time. Understand every day is a gift. Make the most of every day. Say what you feel when you feel it. Put yourself out there. Don't think too far in the future. Just understand when you wake up And you're having like already you wake up on the wrong side of the bed and you're like, today is really going to suck or I don't want to go to school today. And all you can think about is the negative things. Look at it in the light that you get one more day. A lot of people can't say the same. A lot of people maybe just got life changing news. Maybe a family member passed. Maybe they got a bad diagnosis. Whatever the case is, you got to wake up and you got to do today. Even when there's inconveniences, even though you might not want to go to class, even though there's things that might seem crappy. Today is a gift, so make the most of that and understand the weight of that. The twelfth thing, this one is probably one of the biggest on the list that I've had to learn. Be where your feet are. Don't lose this moment searching for other moments. I don't know how many times, because I'm an overthinker, 
I missed out on the present moment and the opportunities God had in front of me and the doors that he was opening in front of me because I was either focusing on doors that he'd already closed in the past and things that had happened in the past or I was worried about the doors that he's going to open in the future and I just couldn't get out of that futuristic mindset. Being where your feet are is a skill that is not easy to learn in our society today just with social media. It's really easy to be like, oh, I wish I was that person. I wish I was in Europe going on these vacations and getting paid for social media or it's really easy to look back in the past and be like I wish I wouldn't have done that what if this what if that when you learn the skill of being in the present moment and just taking it in for what it is and truly enjoying the moment at hand not the past not the future just what's right in front of you that is the biggest win you could ever have in life because when you're in the moment and you're searching for others in that moment you're losing the moment at hand So be where your feet are, be present, understand that will literally change your life. The 13th, one of my personal favorites, the best weight you're ever going to lose is the weight of other people's opinions of you. When I was younger, like really young, I always was very self-conscious about what people thought about me, whether there was a rumor going around, if I thought my reputation was going to get tarnished. I was constantly so worried about what other people thought. And of course, the people that love you the most and truly have your best intentions at heart, you should care what they think because usually, like I said, they have your best intention. So when they maybe say something, that's when you can sit down and have a conversation. But all these people around you saying stuff about your life or giving opinions on on you, who cares what they think? Because would you take their advice on anything? Do you value anything else that comes out of their mouth? Like, sorry to be harsh, but if you're taking like, their opinion into account make sure it's someone that you would take advice from make sure it's someone whose opinions that that you actually think has weight and that you actually trust and that you actually think comes from a place of wanting the best for you and best intention because majority of the time 99% of people they're just talking to talk and you would never take actual advice from them it's kind of like if you wouldn't trust anything else that comes out of their mouth why would you trust their opinion on you And this kind of goes back to previously, like, who cares what people think about you chasing your dreams or pursuing your passions? As long as you're right with God or you, like, are confident that you're doing good and being a good person, you have to learn to not care what other people think. Sometimes you just got to be silly, like, embarrass yourself, do cool things that you want to do. Who cares what everybody else thinks? And at the end of the day, the only person that your life needs to make sense to is you and honestly God. So who cares what everybody else thinks? When you learn that, life gets so much more fun. The 14th thing, this is also one of my favorites. Gosh, I love all these because I just look back on my life and see all that I learned. Like in the moment, a lot of these lessons were hurtful to learn, but now I'm just so grateful for them. But the 14th thing is sometimes what didn't work out for you really worked out for you. This one's pretty self-explanatory. Time gives perspective. And I remember a lot of the times in my life when I was hurting and people would be like, give it time. I literally wanted to punch them in the face. Like, I'm not going to lie to you guys. I was like, can you stop saying to give it time? Like, it hurts right now. And right now it feels like it's never going to stop hurting. So if you have something actually intelligent to say to me, like, say it. But if that's all you're going to say, then like, get the heck out of the way. (laughs) And I sound so harsh right now. But when I was hurting, that was genuinely what I thought. Like, time heals all wounds. Like, get away from me. Like, no, it doesn't. Whatever. But now looking back, time might not necessarily heal all your wounds, but it definitely gives you new perspective. You're going to look back and you're going to be like, oh yeah, I understand why God took that away. Or, oh yeah, I understand why I had to walk through that hurt. Or, oh yeah, that taught me so much now. I'm so thankful that that didn't work out. 
it's hard to see in the moment, and I understand that, but I feel like once you finally learn that lesson, later in life when you go through hard things, it gets easier because you understand sometimes what, like, didn't work, it's really working for you. Like, it's God moving in your life so that at the end of the day, you will have his best. In circumstances, in relationships, whatever the case is, you have to understand sometimes that no and close door from God is because there's a huge yes coming down the road. That's greater than you could have ever imagined. This one kind of reminds me of that picture. I don't know if you guys have seen it, but it's Jesus standing in front of this little kid. And this kid has this little teddy bear. And Jesus is like, just give me the teddy bear and trust me. And this kid does not want to give Jesus the teddy bear. He's like, no, I don't really want to do that. Like, I love this teddy bear. But what the kid can't see is that behind him, Jesus has a massive teddy bear that he's going to give the kid when he hands over this other thing. So yeah, just understand Sometimes there's something greater. Sometimes what didn't work out for you really worked out for you. The 15th thing, why did I say it like that? The 15th thing, I've never been good at numbers or math, (laughs) is don't carry old feelings into new experiences. And I mean this in terms of negative feelings. Say you got cheated on and you have trust issues or someone really burned you in the past so you have trouble connecting with people now. Try your very best to not carry old feelings into new experiences. This one is very difficult. This is one that I'm still learning actively and trying to be intentional about. But when you're constantly carrying negative feelings from the past into new experiences, you're tarnishing them and you're ruining them before they've even begun. So just be conscious about what you're carrying into new experiences or when you're hesitating to walk into a new experience because, oh, I'm afraid to trust or I'm afraid I'm going to get burned. I'm afraid to get hurt. Check yourself and be like, I can't carry that into this new experience or I'm going to tarnish what it could be take it at hand. This goes back to being where your feet are. The 16th thing is protect your heart and your peace. Something that the Bible even talks about is how important it is to protect your heart. It's a sacred place. And I am all for opening up to people, creating great relationships, being vulnerable, being honest, being open. I'll be the first to advocate for all of those things. But I'm also the first to advocate for you have to protect your heart and your peace and be careful of who you give that access to. Because if you just let everyone into your heart, if you let anything into your heart, your peace is going to decline. You're going to be at unease. You're going to feel anxious. There's going to be a lot of struggle in that. So just understanding that there's a balance to learn between connecting with people, but also protecting your heart and knowing when it's time to walk away, knowing when it's time to say, hey, you don't get access to this anymore. And just peace has been a huge thing. I think peace is only found in God. At least that's been my personal experience. But yeah, just understanding those are important things, so they need to be protected. The 17th thing, we're getting close to the end, is who you are becoming is more important than who you've been. And I think a lot of people want to say people never change. I don't agree. I think people absolutely can change, especially when they bring God into their life. It's hard. I'm not saying changing is easy. Looking in the mirror, changing habits, looking into deep-rooted past trauma and why you are the way you are is not easy. But it is possible. And who you can become is so much more important than who you've been, as long as you're improving and becoming better. Grow. Break patterns in your life that aren't serving you. Change the things about yourself that aren't very good. I mean, there's so much to say about this one, but yeah, just understand, forgive yourself for the past, move forward, become a better version of you. This is a huge theme in life. 
take things and grow for them because we're all going to make mistakes. We're all going to fall short. The 18th thing I would say, this is a huge one. The things you feed your mind matter. Are you feeding your mind negativity, jealousy, anxiety, negative thoughts? Or are you feeding your mind positivity? Are you filling it with truth, with love, with peace, with kindness? Obviously, there's certain things where it's literally a chemical in your brain, like depression or anxiety. And that's a whole different ballpark. And I'm not speaking to that, but I'm more speaking to just what you choose to feed your mind every day matters. If you're listening to music with a ton of cuss words in it, you're going to start cussing more. If you are trying to think of examples constantly jealous of other people and thinking very negatively about your own self and you're telling yourself I'm not enough I'm not worthy you're gonna start to believe it but on the contrary if you're feeding yourself positivity and you're feeding yourself truth and you're feeding yourself full of good things it is going to change everything for you not only how you treat yourself but how you treat other people and 19th the last one is disciplined Oh my gosh, I cannot talk. (laughs) Disciplicit. No, that's not what I was trying to say. The 19th thing is discipline is going to take you in places motivation can't. This is one that I've definitely started to learn this year. If you base things off of when you're motivated, you're never going to achieve what you want to achieve. Sorry. That sounds a little negative, but it's true. It's discipline that matters more than motivation because there's going to be a lot of days where you wake up and you're not motivated. You're going to be like, yeah, I don't want to go to the gym today. I don't want to get my homework done. It's discipline where you say, it doesn't matter if you want to do it today, you're going to do it because you see the bigger picture and I want to achieve my goals. For example, I'm going to do my homework today so I can eventually get my degree because I want to pursue my passion in my future vacation. Or you can do the opposite thing and be like, yeah, I'm not motivated today, I'm not going to do it. And in the end, you're going to fall short of those dreams. So understand discipline over motivation every day. So yeah, guys, those are the 19 things I'd say have really been on my heart just when I think about what I've learned over the years. This isn't, doesn't even begin to cut it, though. And I guess what I hope you take away from this episode is some good wisdom. But more than that, I hope you reflect on your life. Maybe get out a sheet of paper or even just your notes app on your phone. Spend some time alone with yourself for a second and just ask, what have I learned? How have I grown? What are some lessons I can write down so that I understand them moving forward. Like, what are some things I've learned in the past so that when I go through hard things again, I can look at these and be like, hey, that proved God's faithfulness. That proved that I got through it. I got better from that. Just take a second to write down what the things in your life have taught you and what you've learned. I am so, so grateful for 19 years of life. It sounds silly to say that, but again, it goes back to we never really know how much time we have. And I'm just thankful to have gotten the time I have had. And in all honesty, my life has been pretty easy. In terms of didn't ever get a bad diagnosis, haven't had freak accidents, you know, like I'm choosing to be grateful about that. And I'm just honestly so excited to see what God does with this 19th year of my life. I feel like last year was a very big season of preparation for me and just finding peace. Like there was a lot of hard things that happened, but I was so content because I was rooted in God. And that was something I had never experienced before. Because as a lot of you know, I came to that relationship with God a little bit later in life. So just the peace I experienced and the preparation, even though I don't know what I was being prepared for, I feel like I'm really going to find that out this year. And I'm really excited to see what that is. Again, guys, I'm so sorry I took a little hiatus. I'm going to be more consistent moving forward. 
because I do love podcasting. It's something that I'm so passionate about and I want to make intentional time to post these, not just for myself, but for you guys. So I will be doing better at that moving forward. I sincerely hope that you guys have had a great start to your new year. I can't believe it's already halfway through February. That's literally nuts. It kind of just baffles me how quick the years always go. Like everyone says, the days go slow, years go fast. And I feel like the order you get, it seems like every year just goes faster and faster. So honestly, it's probably going to be 2024 before we even know it, before we feel like we've blinked. So just make sure you're making the most of every day. Make sure you're choosing that growth mindset when you wake up every morning. Make sure you're being kind to others around you. And I'd say, obviously, I did my 19 things, but the biggest thing is just the 20th, like love God and love people. Leave people better than you found them. Leave them feeling filled up and encouraged. Be kind. Throw kindness into the world. And even love the people that are hard to love because God does it every day, you know? And ultimately, our goal is to look more like him. So, yeah, I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode, and I hope that you guys have a great week. I'll see you soon on Off the Record, the podcast.